We are officially back. It has been way too long on the Off the Dome podcast. Welcome back to another edition. I'm so happy. I'm so fired up to kick off the NFL season um, and to kick off a new surge of amazing episodes. And uh, I can't, I couldn't have thought of better guests to start this new surge of podcasts with. Two of my guys from the Warrior from the Warrior Trip at Camp. Two guys that I consider great. Not just one of my great, not just older friends, but just friends in general. Zach, you Lieber. said that you, you said that we would stand up at your wedding one day. <laughs> I did say that. Yes, I did. I, I did say that. Your bachelor party would be insane. <laughs> it would be insane. It would be. It, it definitely would. I mean, so, we, uh, so yeah, we're new here to Off the Dome. You want to introduce us? Or I was going to ahead? introduce you guys. Oh, go ahead. I'm here with two special guests, um, Zach Lieberman and Tom Sucker. Guys, it's an honor. It's an honor to be here on Off the Dome. Uh, I know your podcast is uh, has been great in years past, and we're excited to be. We're the opening episode, aren't we? You're the opening of the uh, NFL season. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, very excited to be here. Yeah. Hey, it's an absolute honor and a privilege to be on the podcast, Maddie. Tommy and I actually wanted to do a podcast on our own. Um, but unfortunately it fell through. So we are thrilled to be on the podcast and we're excited not to talk about the Lakers today. <laughs> no Lakers talk confirmed. Don't worry. We're not, it's only M- NFL talk for this one. So for I sure. want to, I want to get started and I'm sure you guys both watched last night's game. I mean, everyone picked the bucks to like, not just win, but to cover the spread. I think the spread was like minus nine at one point. And a lot of people were saying, oh, Dallas is terrible. They got a bad defense. Uh, Dak Prescott's not going to be the same after uh, the unfortunate ankle injury and that um, shoulder injury. And Zeke is just out of shape. But they almost pulled off an upset. And a lot of people were considering this a moral victory. What was your biggest takeaway from Dallas last night? Yes, so – to be honest with you, I uh, I'm happy I didn't bet that one because in my head I wanted to bet the Bucks, but I didn't want to eat nine points, and then I didn't want to go money line with the minus four fifty juice. So luckily, I didn't take either of them, and I would have lost if I took the spread. I was going to take the Bucks, um, so I decided to opt out of it. Dallas was surprising, to say the least. Four turnovers. Now, if you count the Hail Mary as as a turnover, sure. So, really three real turnovers. But four turnovers in the game out of the Dallas defense, definitely surprising. They actually looked pretty good. I mean, Brady looked insane. So, they, they held him to what they could. And then on the other side of the ball, I had questions about Dak, and he answered every single one. And he played absolutely phenomenal. I think he completed, like, 48 passes or 46 passes. If you have the exact stats, you could definitely let me know. But uh, he he looks like he's better than he's ever been. So props to Dak and very happy for him. I got a couple takeaways from last night's game. My roommate over here, Tommy, we were drafting in fantasy the other day, and we were talking in the car. He had his doubts about Dak. And I said, Dak's a top five quarterback in the NFL. 
he went out there and proved that 100%. Now, a lot of people were skeptical, like you said, with the injury, 100%. Um, but he went out there and, and shut up the league, showed the league that he's a top five QB. I will say, CD Lamb, elite. Amari Cooper, elite. Zeke, they don't run the ball enough. Looked like an absolute bust yet again. No, this is where we differ. This is where we differ, Maddie, because, I mean, you want to let them know what, what you did in high school for me before I go into my football background? Uh, quick side point before the audience, before we go uh, any further. I was his football manager for two years. Um, not just a team manager. I would also, like, help him get uh, get any footballs to warm up with. I would just be his just personal go-to guy. So I would also yeah. consider him also right like – Yeah. We could call him. <laughs> exactly. Slash protege on and off the field. So, so, that, so would you say I have a deep football knowledge? I would say you do, yes. This is where we differ. Lieberman just said that Zeke looked like an absolute bust, right? And most people would say that. Well, here's where we differ. He only got 11 carries. He averaged three yards a carry, which if you ask anyone, if you average anywhere four or above is great. Three is average. 11 carries, 33 yards. So, yeah, 3.3 3 yards, uh, three yards a carry, exactly. And yeah. uh, that's not a terrible running performance, per se. That My coaches in high school used to always say three yards in a cloud of dust. Which, if you average three yards, it's 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 not terrible. Now, where I'm going with this is, what no one realizes is he was massive in the blitz pickups. Did you see how much time Dak had on most plays? That's because Zeke was there picking up the extra rusher almost every time I saw him pick up the block beautifully. And that's something that goes under the radar and something that stars like himself, especially in the backfield, they only care about carries and yards. But I could tell he took pride on his blocking, and it really showed. Leaves, what was your takeaway from also? I mean, you know what? First and foremost, Tommy barely noticed that the announcers called it out in the middle of no, the game. No, I actually swear in my life I noticed that. Okay, fair. The announcers added it. But, hey, the majority of the listeners to this podcast, I would assume, are fantasy owners, right? And when you're picking Zeke in the first round, are you getting points for blocks for Dak Prescott in the backfield? No, you're not. Yes, it makes you a better running back. And yes, having a running back who can pass protect your quarterback is incredibly important. But we're out here to watch football. We're out here to watch Z perform. He's an elite running back, and he needs to perform like one to be considered so. I think in the future, we're going to see Zeke have a great year. I think this year is very promising for him. They didn't want to run the ball. The Bucks have a great front seven. I don't blame them. And I think I saw your tweet about Kellen Moore. He's going to be a head coach one day. He's he, a he fucking is. elite. But am I allowed to swear on this? Uh, I'm I'm going unfiltered on this one. You can go ahead. Unfiltered? Yeah. Well, I'm not swear too much, but he's a great a great offensive coordinator, and he saw there was no success in the run game, and he's like, I'm going to use these quick pass plays as my run game and and play action off a deep thread, and it worked out. They, their offense looked great. They they couldn't score in the red zone. Other than that, they're moving the ball up and down a great box deep. Also, that wide that early on in the I think the stuff first or second I forgot which one that wide receiver fake screen where Dak threw that bomb to CD Lamb where he faked like this and that was cool that, that was, was a very cool. cool offensive play and getting back to Dak like he I I'm not I'm I'm not a, a Cowboys fan I I'm not so high on them but I will say about Dak Prescott. 
the Cowboys lost the game, but I think Dak won the night last night. What he was able to do, his arm strength looked better than I thought in recent years. Like, and he kept even, his team even, even on his interception. That was a perfect twenty-yard dig route, which is arguably, except for a twenty-one out route, the Argus, the hardest throw in football. And he put that ball on a dime. That went right through CD's hands. Right. Speaking of CD Lamb, you guys mentioned him earlier. I thought CD Lamb had the most polarizing game of a wide receiver I've seen in a long time. There were some moments where he made absolutely phenomenal catches. And there were some moments where he had some easy drops. I mean, you saw early on in the first quarter, he had wide open drops and he dropped it. And that great throw that Dak had, I wouldn't really say it was Dak's fault. I just think that CeeDee Lamb could have caught an amazing ball, but it went right through his fingers. I agree. I think Tommy was in the shower for like the first two of CD's drops. I was. CD, the, the first drop that he had was an underthrown ball by, by Dak, but he sh- still should have gotten his hands on it 100%. And two, I will say, I think that CD has such high expectations this year. People were saying CD is going to be better than Amari Cooper, which I don't think he will be. Maybe in the long run he will be, but Amari Cooper is probably a if not a top three route runner in the NFL. I think he goes way too far under the radar. Leaves was crying last night because he didn't have Amari Cooper on his team. <laughs> Why didn't you draft Amari Cooper? Tears. I couldn't get him. Jonas Sachs swiped Amari Cooper. And I'm playing against him. Amari Cooper, <laughs> I'm not going to go as far to say he's the best receiver when he puts his mind to it. But last night, if you were a fantasy owner, he got 40 fantasy points. He was unbelievable last night. I mean, I had Antonio Brown on my bench. You had an AB on your bench. Abe, we're going to talk about the Bucks in a second, but getting to Amari Cooper, 13 catches, 139 yards, two touchdowns. That's unbelievable. For for that's unbelievable, and I think he's starting to live up to the hype when Dallas originally got him. I thought, and I think Dallas, I I think. I didn't, I didn't pick them to win the NFC, um, I joke about it, the NFC least this year. But yeah. I think if they play like this, I think they have a good shot in a wide-open division, I would say. I know we're going to get to the uh, division uh, champions here, so I'll, I'll stay well, my well, piece we'll talk about that. the Bucs first. Um, I want to get your guys' thoughts before we jump into that on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Would – from what you saw last night, I mean, very rarely do teams in the league repeat. I mean, you see the Dolphins, the 72 and 73 Dolphins go back to back. You see the Steelers go back to back. You see uh, the 80s Niners go back to back. And you saw the Dallas Cowboys go back to back. And the New England Patriots go back to back. Do you think this team has the could potentially go back to back this year? Or do you think it's just too tough of a very loaded uh, NFC? I think they definitely could go back to back. I'll tell you this much, dude. I, I'm, uh, you know me, dude. I'm a big Mahomes fan, right? Yes. My favorite player in the league. I personally think he's the most talented quarterback in his short career ever in the league. So, I would always pick uh, going forward until his play proves me differently. I'm going to pick the Chiefs or whatever team Patrick is on, but he's on the on the Chiefs for the next 10 years, so I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win it all. But the Bucks are the Bucks are elite, and I would not be shocked if they do end up going back-to-back, especially I'm a guy who, who goes against Brady a ton. Uh, 
I'm me too. wrong a lot. Me too. And I actually said this to Leaves. Yesterday was the best I've ever seen Tom Brady look. He looked firing on all cylinders. He was throwing bullets. So, I, I mean, if he, at 44 years old, can play like that week in and week out, they're a tough team to mess with. I, I, I agree with Tommy. I think the Bucs are going to go back to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I know we're going to do our predictions later. Um, but I think they have an elite defense. I mean, they re-signed every single starter on that team, which is unheard of, incredible. Unheard of. Um, Tom Brady hasn't aged a day. We've officially reached a point in Tom Brady's career where he's been in the season longer than the rookies in the league have been alive, um, <laughs> kind of a, which is kind of a crazy stat. And he's playing at that elite of a level. I don't think Tom Brady has skipped a single beat. My only concern for the Bucks is Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. They are both good running backs. They both have issues with ball security, and they are not good catching running backs. They both – you saw that ball go through Leonard Fournette's hands last night. You cannot let that – it was literally a tip drill to the other team, and who? And it was was it Ronald Jones who fumbled it? It was Ronald Jones that fumbled it. It was it was a yeah. big play. I mean the I mean that was after Greg Zer, Greg the leg Zerli missed like a chip shot field goal, and I was thinking, okay, Bucks are gonna pull away, and I thought this is where they would like you know blow the game wide open, but no, they forced a turnover on Ronald Jones, and that kind of swung the momentum in Dallas's favor. I thought for a brief moment. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they they could definitely win it again, and uh, it, I I can't I can't say no to Brady anymore. He's proven me wrong too many times, and he looks too good out there. I mean, I could say the same thing, Tom. To be honest, I mean, people roasted me for being a Brady critic slash hater. I'm not going to bet against him, but I will say this. The Bucs have a great shot. I picked them to go to the NFC. I'm going to reveal my predictions later on. But I will say this about uh, the Brady. I-, I can't bet against him because what he's done to still take care of his body at this age and to still have amazing arm strength, that throw he had to AB, that 47-yard throw, I mean, that was incredible. I mean, he looked really good. He looked great last night. And if his O-line continues to hold up, I think, I think, and if his receivers continue to separate, I think that he could play for another two more years after this. I really do. I don't know if you guys see it, but I just think that if he continues to go at this pace, I could see him playing another two more years, to be honest. Now, whether the Bucs can go back to the Super Bowl, that remains to be seen because in years past, it rarely happens unless you, you have a great system. I don't, it'll be very tough. I'm not going to bet against Tom, though. I've learned not to bet against him. But I do I do think that it will be very tough this year because of the other teams that like the Niners, the Rams, the, the Seahawks, and some other teams that we'll discuss. So I think that it will be very tough, but I'm not going to count out against him or bet against him on this one. He's like a bottle of red wine. The, the older it gets, the better it is. It's just the Tom Brady. He never had the weapons in New England like he does in no. Tampa Bay. No, I think he had one great – the 07 season where he had Moss and and Hernandez. I think that was an amazing team. Um, 2011 where he had Gronk and Hernandez was good. Uh, but this was probably his best roster he's ever been with, I think. 
I mean, those receivers are never going to be as good as Randy Moss was, but I think this Bucks roster is better than any of New England, of Brady's Patriot teams, I think. Agreed. Agreed. Now let's get into the predictions. Um, I'm going to write, write this down. So oh, we'll God. S- it's on the record, so when we brutally mess up, uh, you can make fun of us. We will do that. Yes, we will. So we are going to pick, start with the NFC. You're going to pick the division winners and who you pick to go to the Super Bowl. Um, let's go. Let's st- and uh, I'm going to write this down of who who is picking who and what division. Um, let's start with you, uh, Liebs. Who do you have in the let's, – let's go with north, south, east, and west. Who do you have winning each division in the NFC? All right. NFC West. Can I start there? Yeah. I have the Seahawks. Interesting. Why why do you have the Seattle Seahawks? So, you know, little do you know, uh, my second favorite NFL team is the Seahawks. Oh, I do know this. Mom's side of the family out uh, out in uh, Whidbey Island, uh, an island off the coast of Seattle, 50 miles long. Beautiful island, man. Um, so I've always been a Seahawks fan. Yes, I am nervous about the Rams. Cardinals, not so much. And the Niners are a force. I think the NFC West actually is the best division in football this year. I agree. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with the Seahawks. You know what? I think a lot of people are going to say Rams or Niners, so I'm going to go on a hunch and say Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I think uh, Sean McVay is going to unleash his new little toy in Matthew Stafford. And I think we're actually going to see Matthew Stafford in the MVP race towards the end of the year. Um, go along with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Ronald, Aaron Donald and the boys. Uh, I think they're, they're a team no one wants to mess with this year. And... I'm going to also pick the Los Angeles Rams along with my guy Tom. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm let's. I'm not gonna spoil it right now. But I have big, high expectations on them this year. I think they were a quarterback last year away from potentially going to the Super Bowl, and that was because Jared Goff, or as I call him, Jared <laughs> Goff, is an absolute is an absolute abomination who would turn the ball over at all costs. I think garbage. he was garbage. He was he was terrible. And I think their O line is is good. And I think that their run game, although they did have Cam Akers out with a torn Achilles, Daryl Henderson, I'm expecting a solid season out of him, who I have on my fantasy team. And I'm big on Matt Stafford as well in the MVP race, Tom. I think he's going to be great. And him yeah. with with Sean McVay in the West Coast system, I think it's a great fit. And we know that don't, the Rams don't, have, uh, don't count out Sony Michelle either. I'm not going to count out Sony Michelle either. He's he's very very good. And best I just defense in the NFL. What? Rams have the best defense in the NFL. Oh yeah, bar none. Best no. defense in the league. No, no. Washington. Close. Like the best front um, But 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 no. But none of them, Tom, are as good as Aaron Donald is. No, they are not. Chase Young will be better this year than Aaron Donald. No. <laughs> Ridiculous take. You might want to write that one down. He'll have more sacks. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say more tackles, but he'll be more of a wrecking ball than Aaron Donald this season. 
mark my words. Fair enough. Who do you guys have in the NFC East? Or as I jokingly say, the NFC uh, <laughs> least. I think I think me and Tommy are definitely going to differ here. Um, I think the NFC East, Maddie, is going to be a little bit stronger than you're thinking. We all know that they were the laughing stock of football last year going into the playoffs with horrendous playoff records. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys, America's team. I, I like I liked enough what I saw last night to make themselves a playoff contender. Dak Prescott is far and away the best quarterback in that division. And they also have, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the division and the best running back in the division. So that's why I think the Cowboys have enough. Even though they started off 0-1, they're going to bounce back and win the NFC quote-unquote least. Tom? You know, I, uh, I, I don't disagree with Leeds that Dak is the best quarterback in the league, but the best – in the NFCs, but the best player <coughs> least. in the least. East, agreed. Best player in the NFCs is Chase Young. <laughs> you love Chase Young. And I would be going with the Washington football team. I think they're sneaky good. They have uh, the GOAT quarterback. Uh, an amazing find at quarterback in Fitzmagic. Terry McLaurin's about to have a monster season. And then their defensive front four is something no team wants to mess with. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Washington football team, and I also think Washington makes a deep run in the playoffs as well. Wow. We all are going to disagree on this. I'm going – I'm thinking outside the box here on this one. Uh, No, I'm not picking the Eagles, but I am going to say this. What I saw from this team last year, despite getting off to a bad – two and seven start I jokingly said that this was the best two and seven team I've ever seen and because they have Barry Sanders 2.0 back this year and they got Kenny Galladay and they have a top 10 to 15 defense I'm going with uh, the New York football giants on this one I know it's gonna thinking outside the box here but I, hey, hey, I, hey, our apartment over here is big Joe Judge fan, so no hate given. Not a big Daniel Jones fan, though. That guy well, I, I, will not go a game without throwing interception his entire career. Daniel Turnover, I, I, what I call him. I think he – I'm not going to say he's going to be a stud quarterback, but I will say this about Daniel Jones. I do think he's going to be more competent this year. I think you'll see a solid game manager this year. And I think with the healthy Saquon – and they and the Kenny Galladay pickup was huge for them, and I expected good things out of Evan Ingram this year too. So, oh man, that guy drops the ball like it's his job. I hate think he's going to improve. Hate Evan Ingram. I think he'll. I'm telling you, man. I'm thinking outside the box on this one. I like Big Blue this right. year. Overrated Ingram. The He's NFC... just like that French clarinet, that French horn behind you. He blows. <laughs> it's it's uh it's just my uh my my guest my guest room that I'm in, but I'm gonna switch to to my bed to my to my oh, uh, bed. Great, it's a great room. I was just complimenting. You know, I was just saying. You know, because you blow on it. You know, it, it was a play on. <laughs> Funny. Uh, who do you guys have in the NFC South? Um. I think this is an obvious pick. Yeah. I'm going with the Bucks. 
I, you see the look in Brady's eyes this season, and he's just not fucking around, and not someone I'm I'm, I'm going to bet against. Like I said earlier. Okay, he he's going with the Bucks. I will also stick with the Bucks. No surprise here. Um, but I will have to give credit to the New Orleans Saints. All right, they're without Michael Thomas right now. They are with a new starting quarterback. Okay. Might I add, Jameis Winston is going to have a absolutely massive year. Crab legs. Easy. That's old news. This is new Jameis, mature Jameis, a fun Jameis. This guy's going to lead this team to the playoff. Tom, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, what do you think of Jameis having a breakout season? I actually agree with Leaves on this one. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Why is that? You really you think he's going to be more mature under Sean Payton? Well, here's the deal with Jameis, dude. He did throw for 30 touchdowns the year before he got benched, and he also threw for 30 interceptions. So what I'm going to say is I think he continues to throw the touchdowns, and I think he's going to cut his interceptions by half. That year, I thought that should have been a 30 for 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But, but look, he has potential. He has amazing talent. I think it's just the maturity that we question about Jameis. You, I've seen his press conferences this year. They're they are looking promising. It's the most mature he's ever looked. I know that's not football mature. That's you know personality mature. But I think Jameis got the short end of the stick not playing last year and deserves to be a starter in the NFL, despite the interception issue. If your quarterback can go out there and throw 30 touchdowns in a year, I mean, I've, I, I've never seen a quarterback in the NFL air the ball out more than Jameis Winston. With Alvin Kamara in the backfield, I think it's going to be a great one-two punch. Um, now that he has a little bit of a run game to rely on, I think Jameis really is going to make a, a huge statement this year in New Orleans. I, I could see that, but I think the MVP of the Saints is number 41, Alvin Kamara. I think he's a stud. I think he's the king of yards after the catch among running backs. I think he's going to shine and have and going to lead that Saints team to the playoffs. I pick him to be a wild card team, and it really just depends on Michael Thomas's health, I think, if he's going to even play. When he plays, he's you see what potential he has. It, it, there's just a lot of factors that go into the Saints if people are going to ride the wave on them. But, you know, I'm going to stick with the Bucks as well. I mean, look, I said that I have them going to the NFC title game. I'm not, not going to spoil where I have them after that. But I can't, count, I can't bet against Tom and that team. So I think we're, that's a pretty clear-cut agreement of the Bucks here. Now, last but not least, the NFC North, before we move on to the AFC. I'll just rip the Band-Aid off here. I mean, this is the most polarized division in football at the moment. I hate to say it, it's going to be the Packers. I don't see any other way around it. Aaron Rodgers, last year... Don't let him him fool you. He loves to say it. He drafted Rodgers in fantasy (laughs) until last year that they were his second favorite team. (laughs) hearsay out of Sutker. Regardless, this is so clear-cut. Aaron Rodgers, far and away, best quarterback in the NFC North. 
as of right now, Fields obviously might surpass that one day. Jared Goff, absolute dumpster fire in Detroit. That team is going to suck. I mean, he is literally just like the city of Detroit, trash. So, um, I, you know, I'm sticking with the Packers here. I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers, last, uh, last hurrah in Green Bay, I mean, he's going for it all. Uh, Tom, where do you have it? You have Packers as well? No. I would never root for that. I'm not, it's not a rooting. It's just a prediction, prediction if we have winning. I am taking the Vikings. Interesting. Why do you? What? Is going to have an absolutely <laughs> monster year. Oh my God! They have undoubtedly the third best ride receiver duo in the league in Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and their defense is absolutely going to turn it up a notch this year. I'm predicting a top ten defense out of the Vikes. They will finish with a thirteen and four record. Thirteen and four. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wrote it down. You, Tom's takes. Chase Young will have, will be better than Aaron Donald. Um, and you picked the Minnesota Vikings to go thirteen and four. Yep, and two and zero versus the Packers. Okay. Oh my god! Tommy is literally talking out of his ass. The Vikings are terrible. There's a lot of drama up in Green Bay, and the locker room is divided. Uh, okay, uh, I, 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 Tom, I love you, man, but I couldn't disagree with you. I couldn't have disagreed with you more on this one. I mean, look, I, I am anti Kirk Cousins, not for the stuff, he, controversial things he says, but just him as a quarterback. I've always, you know, what I've always called him, Leaves and Tom. I've called him in overrated under an overpaid underachiever he gets paid all this money and he underachieves the living hell out of it i've never seen a quarterback get paid so much money and to only win one monday night football game in his entire career to win one playoff game one playoff game in his entire career last year people want to brag about his great stats they didn't even make the playoffs last year so you can't just Praise Kirk Cousins on a big pedestal like that. Dalvin Cook's great. Don't get me wrong. But I – and I love Justin Jefferson. But their defense has a lot of questions because defensively last year they were horrific under Mike Zimmer last year. And I don't really think they'll have that big of an impact. And Patrick Peterson is a lot older than he was in years past. I couldn't have disagreed with you more on the Vikings. Only a year older than he was last year, though. Last he was okay at best last year. Is Mike Zimmer still the head coach? Yes. The fact that that man has not been fired yet is beyond me. They are the they have underperformed year after year. As you said, Kirk Cousins has won one Monday Night Football game. He literally in primetime television is the woat. I think they are better off having Tommy Sucker at the helm of that offense on Monday night than Kirk Lag Daddy Cousins. His one Monday night football win last year was against our Bears um, when Nick Foles was the quarterback. I mean, yeah. do you really want to brag about that, Kirk? You like that, Kirk? Yeah. <laughs> Kirk is honestly the won't. Okay. Now for my pick of the NFC North, uh, my I hope the Bears do great this year. I do. I have them as – at nine and eight or eight and nine, depending on what happens. 
Maybe they can reach the wild card, but I can't see them win the NFC North. The Lions, don't get me started on them. My uh, future cousin-in-law is from Detroit, and he is a big Lions fan, but I'm sorry, but his team's not going anywhere with Jared Koff as their quarterback. Um, now, the between the Packers and the Vikings, I mean, I hate this team. I've always hated this team, but like Tom Brady, I can't bet against this man. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers to win the NFC North, and not because I and I do hate Green Bay, but I can't bet against that man. I can't bet against the best receiver in the NFL. I definitely cannot bet against a top seven to ten running back in Aaron Jones. And Matt LaFleur is a really good offensive coach, despite the fact he was kind of a bit of a, a bitch in the NFC title game with the fourth with the, the goal line thing. That's Packers football right there. Soft <laughs> and secure. I mean, I just can't I, I they're gonna win their division. I mean, as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of that team, they're still the best team in the NFC. I still in the NFC North, I still think. Garbage. I, I, Look, we, we sit here all day and, and, and uh, talk crap about the Packers, but the Bears have come nowhere close to what the Packers have done. I will continue to root my Chicago Bears on day in and day out, but we don't have Aaron Rodgers. No. Now, do we maybe have a future Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. Uh-huh. But that time, obviously, which I think we're going to get to a little bit later, has not come. Now we get to the the nitty gritty, which I consider the toughest, the tougher of the two conferences in football, the NFC. And we're let's start with um, whoever wants to kick us off. The we have the AFC North, South, East, and West. We'll start with the South over here. Um, okay. God, the bottom two teams in this division suck, <laughs> and they're terrible, man. I think the Texans could be the worst football team in the history right now. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to leave them out of this. I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. I think they get better year over year. I think King Henry is going to absolutely eat this year. I think Tannehill is going to eat with the addition of Julio Jones. I think that offense is going to be close to unstoppable with A.J. Brown. Yes, they lost Janu. Uh, not as a productive season as we'd like to see last year, but this first Fisker guy, Fisker guy, I think can replace him at tight end. I have the uh, Titans, but I am not counting the Colts out. Uh, I hate agreeing with Leeds, but I am a massive Titans fan as well. I gotta go with the Titans. I, 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 you know how I know you're a Titans fan because one of your Insta captions with you and uh, and Ziggy was that Titans barstool money line guy sitting next to me. I love the Titans. They got a great ground and pound game, great play action game. Tannehill is actually, I think, slides under the radar, even though he got paid last year. So I'm going Titans, but I do think the Colts make the wild card. I this is literally the quickest thing we've had to talk about with the AFC South. We all agree on this. I'm go I mean, look, the Titans, I think they are a few defensive pieces away for potentially being a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill last year proved he was a borderline top ten quarterback in the league last year. He had a yeah. great QBR. I mean he still the fact I mean him whether he could do this in big time moments without it De- with Derrick Henry struggling in the postseason remains to be seen. But Tannehill's a stud in the regular season. 
He's a he has really good QBRs. He's in a great system. I like Tannehill a lot, and they have the king. Um, we, there's a king in the NBA that we should that I'm not going to mention, but then there's a king of the NFL, and that's Derrick Henry. You're talking about Steph Curry. So let's stick to NFL. You're I should have brought the talking king. Talking about the, the lead actor in Space Jam too. Okay, let's get back to the NFL. The king of the NFL is Derrick Henry. He's an absolute beast. He's a workhorse. He's a stud. And the fact is they have A.J. Brown, a top five receiver in the league, who's also on my fantasy team, and they got Julio. And I think Julio being on the Titans roster helps A.J. Brown's value even more because all the attention is going to be on Julio Jones this year and Derrick Henry, and that leaves A.J. Brown open for more opportunities. And and I do think the defense is going to get better. And I, 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 don't, I think that the Colts will make the playoffs – but I have the Titans winning that division. I th- I really do. I just don't see. But don't. Get, and the other two teams are they they. I think some college teams would be better in the league than those two teams. So, yeah, I'm I going think with Bama the, beat the Texans. What? Bama could beat the oh, Texans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> now, what? Which which one do you want to talk about next in the AFC? Uh, I'll go with the AFC East. One of the grittier divisions in football, without a doubt. Now. Something that a lot of fans might not know. Bears come first. Seahawks come second. Jets come third. All right? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I love the Jets. Are you picking do I have them win- No, no, no. Easy there. I do not have them winning the division. Oh. Do, I think the, do I think the Jets are going to have more than two wins this year? 100%. Yeah, I love the addition of Corey Davis on the squad. Um, I'm unsure what's going to happen with, uh, with Zach. What's his last Wilson. Wilson. Zach Wilson, I'm unsure. Could he be Darnold 2.0? Absolutely. It's definitely a choice. He looks like he's 16, but kid's a stud. I was just going to say that. (laughs) This one's clear cut for me as well. I mean, my favorite quarterback in the NFL is Josh Allen. The dude's an absolute brick shithouse. He's gotten so much better year over year. Truly a a specimen on the field. I have to stick with the Bills. The Bills are going to win the NFC East. Tom? NFC East, I should say. Yeah, I fucking hate the Patriots, I hate the Jets, and I hate the Dolphins. And one of my good buddies, you know, Evan Kahn, <laughs> he lived out in Buffalo for about two years. And ever since he's been there, we've been uh, rooting for the Bills over here at uh, – uh, I'm not going to say our address on <laughs> – our, our apartment is Big Bills Guys, and uh, I'm going to take the Bills as well and Josh Allen and the boys. You can't beat the Mafia. You cannot beat Bills Mafia. I picked. Um, I have Buffalo. Um, I, I I have them going very far this year. I have them in the AFC title game. I'm not going to spoil where I have them through um, in the end. Um, I'll save that uh, weird take for later. But I will say that Josh Allen. I picked a future on him to be the passing yards winner this year because that kid has a can of an arm. And they have the top three to five receiver in Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley, I have on my fantasy team. I think he's going to have a very productive season. And the Bills' defense is very good situationally. And I don't think there's much debate. The Dolphins, I'm not going to entirely sleep on them. They could potentially make the playoffs. I like, I think Tua could grow this year. I think the Miami D. What? Tua sucks. Yay, man. It's going to be his second year. Let's see how he does. He won't be in the league in two years. They have a good run game. I think 
but the Patriots, though, I have, I think, are going to be very good. I'm not going to entirely. I think they can make the playoffs this year. I mean, their additions they picked up are really good. I think I think Mac Jones being the starter is a great move by them. And 100%. and I I, I, think, I agree on that one too. We don't we're not going to talk in depth about Cam, but I do think Mac Jones was the right decision. And we're not again another topic we're not going to debate on the AFC East. We're t- we're all picking the Bills. I wonder when Love we get. It. Wonder when we're getting to the disagreements here. I'm I think sure the AFC right North is going to be a, uh, uh, up, up, up for grabs. Let's, that's what we'll talk about next. I think the two toughest divisions in the league are the AFC North and the NFC West are the two toughest divisions. I agree. Yeah. Who wants to start off who is who you have in the AFC North? They started off every time, yeah. so let me take this one. And it's an easy answer. This team will finish thirteen and four as well. Another thirteen and four. Who are you taking? The Cleveland Browns. <sighs> Baker Mayfield, Heisman Trophy winner, this year's NFL MVP. <laughs> I'm writing yeah, that down as well. Later. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Defense to David Clowney, Miles Garrett up front. I mean, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, the list goes on. And don't forget, Nick Chubb is starting over the best running back in football, Kareem Hunt. Leaves? That was a ridiculous statement. This kid's calling Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, maybe one or two years, was the best running back in football. He still is. Tommy doesn't understand it. Play age, play. Nick Chubb's a better running back now than Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is 26, age of players. I'm just saying, like, he's not a starting running back anymore. Because he hit someone. He would be easily. <laughs> all right, wait, wait, let's not talk about that right now on the podcast. I might have to edit that part you set out. But let's get more into strictly football. No, of course. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, you you can edit out whatever you want, but Kareem Hunt is by far the best running back on the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I, I will disagree with that. Nick Chubb is better than Kareem Hunt. A better true running back, not a not a catch and run running back. Okay, so I'll stop there. Um, so things have changed in the AFC North in the last day. My original pick would have been the Ravens. But after the news came out that Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins are all out for the season, I mean, literally talk about your depth. And Marcus Peters. I was going to get to that. Let me talk about your depth chart getting absolutely ruined. And then at the same practice yesterday that Gus the Bus tears his ACL, so does star cornerback Marcus Peters. What is John Harbaugh having them do in practice? Like running suicides? <laughs> yeah. Up and down. It's like Herb Brooks at the end of Miracle like, Again, these guys are all out there tearing the ACLs. Whoever the groundskeeper is for their practices is screwing up something with the grass. Would have gone with the Ravens. Their roster's bust. Lamar Jackson sucks. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last year was not a fluke. I think this is it for Big Ben, the last hurrah. They've got a young, the youngest wide receiving core in the NFL. The uh, up-and-coming superstar, Najee Harris. The highest paid defensive player in the NFL in TJ Watt. 
The Steelers are going to win the AFC North. Before we get into that, we haven't talked about the Bengals. I'm not going to pick him to win. No way. But we got to show jo- Joey B some love here. I think he's going to have a breakout season. Huge Burrow guys here. Uh, the O-line, though. Joe Burrow is definitely my favorite college quarterback of all time. I will always be rooting for him in the Bengals as long as he's at the helm. So the reason why I was laughing was <laughs> Tom said – Look, I, I, when that Cream Hunt's the best running back in football, Baker Quinn MVP. First of all, I, lo- I like Cream Hunt's a running back as a running back, but he's not the best running back in the league. And but, but Baker though, just I'm not gonna say he's gonna win MVP, but I am going to, but I am on the Baker train though, like you are, Tom. I think this guy's gonna get his payday. I think he's more confident, and last year he had a big step up under new head coach Kevin Stefanski. I think he struggled the first, the, the second year because he had so many different coaches over a three-year span. And his He's O-line. Four, four coaches over three right. years. And Freddie Kitchens, two years ago, was a positional coach to an offensive coordinator to a head coach in like a, a, a six-month time frame. That's crazy. Yeah. crazy. So I, I'm a big believer in him. And I'm a big Nick Chubb fan. I think that guy's a stud. I think he's a workhorse. I think he's the best Browns running back since Jim Brown. And the O-line, pro football focus ranked him as the number one offensive line of football. And their defense, Tom, I agree with you on the defense. And their secondary with the John Johnson and Troy Hill pickups, phenomenal. So I'm going to also – I'm not going to say a blasphemous statement of Baker winning MVP or Cream Hunt being the best running back, but I'm also going to go with with the Browns, a team that I, let's just say I have going far this year. Let's let's put it that way. I mean, it's I will I respect your guys' decision 100 wholeheartedly. It's fair to say that Cleveland has finally found their guy in Baker Mayfield. I agree. Now in the AFC West, I don't think there's much debate on who's winning the AFC West between us three. I just want to skip this one. Zero debate. Yeah, we, we all had the Chiefs there. Now let's. The only, the only reason Baker won't win MVP is because of this guy, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> now let's get into let's get into the predictions. Who you guys have uh, in the AFC and NFC title games? Okay. Great question. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. I got the Chiefs in the AFC title game. And I think they're actually going to face the Cleveland Browns. Hmm. And who do you have winning that? I got the Chiefs. MVP goes down, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know know the song, Take Me Home, Pat Mahomes? (laughs) I mean, look, I, 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 I like the Chiefs as well. I mean, and also because I took Kelsey and Mahomes on my fantasy team, by the way. So, I, I, I really like them. I, I, I really do too. Uh, I, I like them a lot, Tom. And you have them going to the Super Bowl. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. Unreal. And Leaves, who do you have in the AFC title game? I have Bills Chiefs. 
And who do you have winning that? Breaks my heart to say it, but uh, the Chiefs. <laughs> You're about to change your mind, aren't you? I really wanted to say Buffalo, but I just don't think that any team in in the AFC has what it takes. But the thing is, on one you know one bad night, the thing is, like Mahomes doesn't have bad nights. The only bad night he's had was the Super Bowl last year. And it wasn't even a bad night. He was the best player on the field, in my opinion. <laughs> you thought he was the best player on the field? I mean, he he made three throws that game that I've never seen in my life. So yes, did it win them the game? No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with a big prediction here of who I have winning the AFC. In the AFC title game, I was be I'm torn between who I have in it between Chiefs and Bills, but I'm not just doing this because I'm fantasy biased because I have the Chiefs in there. But I just think Buffalo is not quite going to is not there the next level yet because their defense I think is just a couple more pieces away so in the AFC title game I also have the Chiefs and I also have the the Browns but this is where we differ Tom on this one okay I think when you look at it between the two I think this year there will be some teams that will catch up to the Chiefs not as far as offensive talent goes because no one's as talented as the Chiefs are on offense. But as far as, like, in-game situationally, I think teams are going to start to play keep away and win the clock battle against the Chiefs and Mahomes here. And That's what they've been trying to do for years now. Okay, but I think this year, eventually, these teams will catch up to them. And I think the best team, if you look at the two rosters head-to-head, I think the best, the better one right now that could dethrone the Chiefs are the Cleveland Browns. And people thought that people thought it's all Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl this year. But I'm gonna think outside the box this one. I I'm big on this team. I'm picking the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC title game this year. And I have it as I have it a score of 21 to 17. And this is why I think their running game will do them justice this year. They have the best running back duo in football. I think Baker's going to play is going to have less mistakes. And I think their defense is going to be a top five defense this year. And I think they're going to get after Mahomes this year. If they, if these two teams meet in the AFC title game and I love the Browns in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, man, I think that the Browns are the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now. I, I wholeheartedly respect that that take. I'm, I know Tommy over here is a diehard Kansas City guy, or I should say a diehard Mahomes guy. Even though I know Tommy would go to war for Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey or anyone on that team. Um, but I will say, I know that deep down biased you're a Cleveland guy from a little guy from Macro. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with it. I was big on him last year. I was. I, I was. Two completely different sports. I will say, if the Browns make the Super Bowl, not only will the city of Cleveland burn to the ground, but this whole entire world will flip upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and now the NFC. Who All do you right. have in the title? You want to go for me? I would like to. And this is going to be. This is going to take many by surprise. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. <laughs> what? Sorry. I, I just uh, have... you're, 
you're forgetting that they played the best game against the Bucks in the playoffs versus any Taylor other team. Heineke was great. I'll give you that. He was phenomenal in that game. Washington football team versus I gotta do it. The Bucks. I gotta do it. And I'm gonna take Washington to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my god. Maddie, if one of his four hot takes hits, man, we gotta bow down to this kid. You know my mind, Maddie. You know how it well, works. Okay, for see. the record, non-football related, I'll say this about Tom. Uh, he knows any number between 1 through 8,000. Any number I'm thinking of in person, 1 through 8,000, he will guess it. I will say that. But if he gets these football takes correct, I, I, I may have to bow down to the king right here. I, I'm serious. Thank you. We'll, we'll just watch it happen in front of our and eyes. And you have the WFT – going to the Super Bowl. So you have WFT going to the Super Bowl. You have uh, you have Chase Young will have a better season than Aaron Donald. You have the Vikings at 13-4, and 2-0 against the Packers. You have Baker Mayfield as the NFL League MVP. And you also said Kareem Hunt's the best running back in football. 100%. Hey, add on there, Jameis Winston elite this year. I'll write that down as well. Jameis Winston, elite. Uh, that, that, that's a Lieberman take. I, I think he's going to be good, better than he was on the Bucks, but I'm not going to go to that elite top five. Yeah, it's fine. That's mine. I'll own that one. Leaves, who do you have in this? So the NFC Championship game will be – the Bucks will 100% be back. Tom Brady, like I said, he's like a nice bottle of Italian cab sad. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets better every single day. He's like sitting in a wine cellar all off season, aging perfectly. Um, so the Bucks are going back now. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to leave the NFC least out of this. There's a zero percent chance zero. this team make any there makes it. Um, and you know, as much as it breaks my heart yet again, it's it's going to have to be the Packers. The Packers are going to be playing the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this year's NFC Championship. Um, and the winner of that game will be the Packers. They're going to the Super Bowl. No way. You're kidding, right? No, I'm not kidding. It's his favorite team, bro. <laughs> it's your... No. Well, people, people <laughs> it's, are, <your> <laughs> it's it's one thing to look at this as, oh, a Bears fan is is uh, supporting the Packers. I shouldn't even say supporting. This is me looking at looking inward and using football knowledge. Aaron Rodgers Last hurrah on the team he's played on his entire career, right? This is it. He has got the best – he's got the best wide receiver in the NFL on his team. He's got an absolute stud at Bobby Tunyon at tight end, a weapon he didn't have years before. He gets Greg – not Greg Jennings. Is it Greg Jennings? Randall Cobb. Right. He gets Randall Cobb back. I mean, it's literally the last hurrah, the last dance people are saying, okay? So – Aaron Rodgers is going to go absolutely nuclear this year. People don't remember because they didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year. Aaron Rodgers won MVP last year. He's not going anywhere. All right? He's as legit as he gets. Got to throw picks. Knock on wood just because I have him as my fantasy quarterback. As many as you want against the Bears. The Packers are taking on the Bucks and dethroning Brady, and Rodgers is going for two. Not saying that – do we have to say he was winning the Super Bowl too? Eventually, I would assume, right? Yeah. So you have the Packers and the Chiefs in the yep. in the NFC in the Super Bowl, and Tom, who do you have? And uh, 
you had the you have the uh, Bucks and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. No, I have the Washington. Oh, Bucks. Oh no, sorry, Washington. <laughs> WFT, WFT, and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Okay. Their name is subject to change, by the way. Yes, I saw a list of like commodores or one of the options. I, yes, I don't the know. Guardians. Guardians. Yep. Okay, and this is where I'm. This is where I'm thinking outside the box here. Uh, I'm going with, you know, you know where the Super Bowl is this year. It's at SoFi Stadium. I think there's gonna be. A, I think the Bucks started a trend last year of home teams winning their home Super Bowl teams. And I'm gonna go with that trend. And I picked this. I th- I said this earlier in the pod that the Rams last year were a good quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, and now they have, and now they have the missing ingredient in Matt Stafford. And I'm going to go a little bit of Hollywood versus the lowest of the lows in Cleveland. So I have the the Los Angeles Rams winning the NFC this year. And I'm gonna say they beat the Bucks twenty-eight to twenty-four. And I have the Rams and I have the Browns in the Super Bowl. Wow. I would nothing would make me happier if Stafford made it to the Super Bowl. I would I love to he, see him make it. He's he's he was just a good away one good team away from from becoming a bona fide Hall of Famer. So I think that if Stafford can show out in LA, he stamps his approval into the Hall of Fame. And who do you guys have winning the Super Bowl? You don't need to ask me twice, Matt. For the next decade, it will be the Chiefs. They're going to win seven out of the next ten seasons, so I'll be right uh, 70% of the time. (laughs) And Leibs? I've got the Packers going the distance. Over the Chiefs. Over the Chiefs. Chiefs didn't win last year, did they? Let me ask you this. If the Packers do win it, will Aaron Rodgers come back? That's a great question. No. He might retire if they win, honestly. He's, he has what he wants. That'd be two Super Bowl wins, two MVPs, if I'm correct, right? This would be his second MVP? His third, third MVP. Third MVP. What more could you – I know you got Brady out there. You got the – you know, Brady's the most decorated player ever. But what more do you need in a career? What is he, 36, 37, 38? Brady's forty-four. No, I'm talking about Rodgers. Oh, Rodgers? He's he's uh he's 30, 37 or thirty-eight. What more do you need out of a career than that? And I last feel like year, Rogers is last year was his best year ever. I thought. Yeah, I think Rodgers is more of a content person than than Brady. Right? Brady literally has got the Mamba goat mentality that that Kobe probably carried around. You know, and and. Uh, I think Brady isn't even out there to, to prove a point anymore. He's just got that mentality that he never wants to lose and just wants to keep winning. Um, and I think if Rodgers wins, he's content and he retires. Uh, I'm going to stick with the trend that the Bucks did last year. I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Rams to win the Super Bowl. And I have them at 34-28. I think Matt Stafford wins the Super Bowl MVP. And I think Sean pa- Sean McVay is going to be noted as one of the greatest young is probably the best young offensive mind out there. I really think the Los Angeles. You think that- this is the league that I'm with Hummy with that I'm in with Hummy. Yes, and I think that you look at the roster: Stafford, a stud; D. 
Daryl Henderson improving, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods studs, and the unanimous the Lieberman and I agree on this, but Tom, no, WFT is not the best defense in the league. It's the Los Angeles Rams, Tom. Oh, we'll see about that. Without a doubt, it's not a doubt. If you the yeah, other the, the other the Red Rocket is going to torch them. I hope for Sunday. I'm, I'm we're, you're right on this one. I a bonus question for you guys: Who do you ha- what record do you have the Bears? Bonus question Friday. Bonus question Friday. Um, Bears six and eleven. Not a believer, huh? No, I think that we are going to absolutely suck. Leaves eight and nine, and here's my thoughts. And I, I tried, to, you know, telling the apartment this last night. You know, Ziggy's a diehard Bears fan, right? He Doesn't, is. He is. He was. Yeah. I I remember Ziggy was at the game where Cody Parkey missed the field goal. If he overheard that, he'd run up here and break the computer. <laughs> Here's my thoughts, though, behind Chicago. We are tough critics as fans, yes. okay? Chicago fans are tough. Now, what Chicago needs to do is they need to get behind Dalton for this first game. If Dalton goes out there and performs, so be it. We're going to be winning games. If Dalton goes out there and sucks, then Justin Fields gets to shine. But do I think Matt Nagy has the balls – to pull Andy Dalton after throwing maybe two picks in the first half. No, I don't. I think Matt Nagy's soft. I think it's time for a change in Chicago. I agree. I never. I. I. I do think. I will say this though. I'm not a big Matt Nagy fan, but I will say that. Have you ever thought of the fact that Mitch Trubisky was the one that hindered Matt Nagy's potential? Mm, so I have a love hate relationship with Nagy. I. Absolutely loved him in 2018, his first year as a head coach. Thought he had a lot of potential. And then last season, I I, I was a believer with him through 2019. And last season, I uh, I lost hope in him. I think it's time for a change as well. I, I agree. But I do think that the fact is he's been hindered with terrible quarterbacks. I will say that the Bears will win a good amount of games. They will get – they'll have the fact that they'll get our hopes up and then collapse. And I'll think, think they'll be just what they were last year. Last year they were 8-8 eight and eight in a weaker NFC a year ago, and they still made the playoffs. They were like a last-minute invite in the playoffs. There were seven teams the first time ever last year of each conference in the playoffs. I don't expect that much out of them this year. But I do think that they will – I think they'll go – I'd say 8-9 and nine as well. I'm going to say 8-9. and nine. I think the defense – I got to respect Khalil and the defense. But I, I do think that, that they will struggle a good amount this year. So I'm going to say 8-9. and nine. Yeah, I'm with you there, Maddie, at 8-9. I, 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 I highly question a lot of Ryan Pace's choices, right? I mean, we were all ecstatic on draft tonight, trading up to, to get Justin Fields. Amazing. Justin Fields is one of the best college quarterbacks ever when you look at the statistics. Um, I'm very excited to see Justin Fields play. Now, me and Tommy are, you know, Tommy every morning watches both get up and first take. They've been covering the Bears a ton. Um, I mean, Mike Greenberg absolutely tore the Bears apart yesterday, did he not? Absolutely roasted. Yeah, I mean, I think Ryan Pace has handled the situation horribly with Pace and, and Dalton. 
Um, I mean, sorry, with Dalton and Fields. Um, but there is the thought process out there of, hey, if we start Fields too early and he goes out there and doesn't succeed, we'll ruin his mentality moving forward. So there's that view of it. But the Bears are, wouldn't say a tanking franchise. We're just a, a an average slash below average franchise. And we can't stand that anymore. I don't want I don't want to stand for average here. I want to be good and great. I do too. I think last year they were somewhere in the middle of tanking. They couldn't tank because they made the playoffs. And they were in a middle of the road position. When you don't have a full direction of the future, that's that's not a good sign. But I will say that if they start to make moves and if Justin Fields develops and whenever Andy Dalton goes out, I set a wager over under four games Dalton starts, and then we put the kid in. I would like that. I want to see Fields in as soon as possible. So I don't think they're going to rush him against the Rams in their defense. You really want to throw a rookie against, the, the, against in my opinion, the best, not just defender, but best player in the NFL and Aaron Donald or the best cornerback. No, no, no. You're forgetting about a young man out of Washington. <laughs> Chase Young, man. Before we go, I just want to re- I just want to before I wrap up this podcast to you viewers out there, I'm going to read Tom Sucker's predictions. So he has the Washington Football Team going to the Super Bowl this year. He has Chase Young will be better, will have a better season than Aaron Donald. He has the Minnesota. You can, you can just say you can just say Chase Young will be the defensive player of the year. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's not that crazy of a thing. That, that's not the worst. That's not the craziest. But him over Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald. Mm. Aaron Donald, who after this season? You guys are leaving out the best linebacker in the NFL. Who? Roquan Smith. I think he should make a, a defensive team. He got robbed multiple times. And robbed. 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 Biggest Rob, and you have the Vikings at thirteen and four. Not only in the and you will have them going two and zero against the Packers. You said yep. Kareem Hunt's the best running back in the NFL, and yep. you have Baker Mayfield as the NFL MVP. Yep. What else do you want me to add to the list? All right, shot in the dark here. You could throw in this. Trying to think of a comeback player of the year off the top of my head. It's Dak Prescott. What kind of question is that? Yeah, I, it's gonna be Dak. Yeah, probably will be Dak. But I another good option would be Barry Sanders 2.0. Yeah, oh, Saquon option. Maybe if Deshaun Watson sees the field. He's not gonna see the field this year. I can tell you that much. For a lot of reasons. We can leave those out. But yes, Tom leaves. It was. So- I think that's it for my takes, but if I come up with any throughout the year, I'll make sure to let you know, and then we have a question for you before we wrap this up. Yes, sir. We would like to be on every four weeks this year of the uh, of the of the NFL season. Even if it's for one minute. Every four, every four weeks. I'm going to write that down in my notes right here. Because we, we got to check in on everyone's yeah, we, picks. We need to check in, reevaluate. And we'll go from there. Tom, Yep. can I say one more thing before we wrap up? Yes, sir. It's the guy to my left, the camera's right, birthday on Sunday. Tommy Sucker's going to be 26 years old. 
if I say it on the podcast, um, you it can might say, happen. I, I'm going to after the it will be on the podcast, and after that, I will shout him out for a mat for a minimum. I would say three to four times on his birthday, minimum three to four times. We're just praying for a Bears win for his birthday. For a Bears it. win for yeah. his birthday, I mean, he shouldn't even have. He should take. You're the CEO of your company. You could take the day off Monday if the Bears win on your birthday. No days off at Black Arrow. <laughs> the CEO of Black Arrow LLC. Uh, guys, thank thank you so much for joining this podcast. Leaves Tom and everybody else for listening in. Thank you guys for joining. It was a blast, Maddie. Thanks for having us, man. I had I had a great time on here, and we will see you upon week four. Week four it is. Uh, Wait, thanks. Do, we need to get you on, on live. Do you commit to that? I am committing to that, yes. Okay, well, we appreciate it and look forward to the next opportunity we get to be on Off the Dome. Thank you guys for another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. Um, I'm, I will be back tomorrow and Sunday. Go get them. <laughs>